0: Just outside the window is a valiant world. Get
1: valiant. Number 178, and it's getting valiant. What's happening, dudes? The big
0: 178. Hanging out. The big 178 hanging out, ready Dang. to talk about some uh, rye. Yes. I figure out what
2: the hell's wrong with my camera. I hate this iPad Hating technology right now
1: (laughs) Oh man, yeah Technology is technology, dude Sorry about that I might as well go back
2: to being on my phone That's how bad it is
0: (laughs) Yeah, I got a new setup up here I'm upstairs instead of downstairs now So that's fun Oh yeah? Nice. But I got my Bloodshot comics back here. I wish you could see them better. I suppose I should try to bring them closer.
1: I uh, got a new chair. Love Man, this
2: chair. I ain't got shit.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what was that on Spaceballs? Right? Remember when they're like, using the, got the got pig? Shit. We ain't found shit. <laughs> oh, that is. Yep. There. That, yep. There you go i channeling that. <laughs> with my Comb day. the desert. <laughs> oh, man. But on uh, news, um, I guess they finally said a new book is coming in February with Savage. Did you guys see that?
0: Yes. Yeah. Um, so Savage is coming in February, and um, that wasn't the only one that was announced. I don't think we've done an episode since the last one was announced. Yeah.
2: So Shadow um, gotta going to be in April. Exactly. So so we've got. What's gonna happen in March? <laughs>
1: mm.
0: That's well, March is, and
1: they say March is usually the busy month, but Emerald City Comic Con just said they're gonna do December, but you still have C two E two. So, and it's not like I don't. I really don't think a uh, con is coming anyway. Uh, early twenty twenty one. So.
2: Yeah. I know. I was actually really bummed when I saw the Emerald City move their date because it's something I go to. And uh, come on. I can't go to a convention near Christmas. That's, those don't work out.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it's kind of in the Northwest, though. I mean, your, your cons here are Rose City Comic Con, um, which is usually September. And then there's usually an October one in Tacoma. What's well, called Jet City? It's going to be called Grit City now. I guess it just changed names. And then now you're going to have that. So three months of. Cons, you know, right around here. Um, obviously, Emerald City's going to get the the bulk of it, but that's that's a lot. Just all of a sudden, so
2: yeah. But you know, the, going back to the Valiant's publishing schedule, so February, uh, or not February. Like, so February is going to be Savage, and if April's going to be Shadow Man, I know at one point it was rumored that final witness was going to come out in February. And I wonder if that's going to end up being a March release. I
1: mean, I'd be fine as long as we get books, right? Because yeah. eventually Bloodshot's going to be on the, on the shelf again, or off the shelf, um, put away for a little bit, um, after issue is at number 10 or number 12. Um, so not much more to go there. Cause I think, yeah, I think his last issue is going to be March if it's 12, I think is what it is. So, yeah.
2: I just wonder if this is Valiant's attempt at trying to build back up to a normal monthly publishing schedule. Mm-hmm. If they're going to start a launch in February, we know we have one in April. March has been, at least you know, before, had always been that big month. We had Shadow Man. We had Exo Manowars uh, under Kent. I'd love to see another book come out that month also, just because it does kind of give a little bit more... Um, I feel like it gives the readers... A little more confidence in the company, just to be like, okay, we're gonna, we're gonna get back up there. We're gonna start doing this, like even if it's slowly. I think they have to do it. You know, you gotta have that. Yeah, you have to have that March book. Yeah.
0: I definitely, I definitely think that there's reason to hope that um, they're gonna be ramping back up because if we know that a title's coming in February, we know a title's coming in April. We know they usually do something in March. I wouldn't be surprised if they announced something for January. Um, but we've I had think...
2: January's lists already.
0: Yeah. I, I'm... Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry.
1: Yeah. And that's, I mean, Bloodshot and XO, at least you got two of your heavy hitters in.
0: And the ride um, trade,
2: the second ride trade. I and the
1: second ride good. trade, exactly. Um, I mean, what, last year we had XO Manowar was last year's March. Um and seeing that, I mean, I, I would I would believe that they're gonna announce a on March. 1. if they announce Savage, you just gotta think of the things that were previously announced in the past. Um, <laughs> and then I love the uh, the photo bombing in the background there. It's good. Yeah. Um, special guest, the band, and uh, and, uh, and uh, it, it's good. I mean, but I, I know. I mean, they announced they announced something in February. Uh, Savage. Um, it's probably, like Eric said, Final Witness, probably uh, something that's already been announced as something, um, not a major announcement, because then I think April we're getting, uh, you know, we'll continue Shadow Man. So I think that'll be early April, I bet.
0: So, Is it possible we get Harbinger?
1: No, that they, they've said summer 2021.
0: Oh, okay, okay. Yeah.
1: But it, I mean, if you think about
2: it, there's, we already knew there's a, a bunch of books that they had tried to put out this, this year. And mm-hmm. they, they have been derailed due to COVID and the pandemic. So, I mean, maybe we get Ninjak. Maybe we get the, the rest of the visitor. Uh, I mean, there, it could be anything, really. I don't think, I mean, Harbinger makes sense for the summer. And maybe that gives it enough time to properly build it up. I feel like that might be a book that's going to need a little extra help as far as, like, getting the community uh, on board with it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think Harbinger will be a big one. Um, But, and and I know we've heard one, um, we didn't, we've heard them talk about Archer and Armstrong. We haven't seen anything official, per se, but I remember Matthew Klein posted on Twitter or something one time about it. So, um, there's that's that, that's in the works too. So, and then um, I've also, you know, believed that they said Bloodshot's not going to be on the uh, off the shelf for long. That they already have a plan for him to come out right back right away um and that should be the case considering there might be a second movie
2: yeah that, that was very unexpected news this week
1: yeah
0: so it's
2: gonna explode with excitement or uh... <laughs>
0: You son of a bitch. Like, um, we just
2: didn't want you to spoil anything. So that's yeah. Right.
0: That's it. <laughs> okay. Um, no, I don't even know what to say about it. Um, if... it's, It seems like it's an extremely preliminary thing that's being said. And plans... And it may be something that's being planned on, but plans in Hollywood, unfortunately, can change, especially at a time like this, I'm sure. So... I'm mitigating my excitement. Um, I do think that if there is a second Bloodshot movie with Vin Diesel, I will be extremely excited about it. I don't think the first one was perfect, but I think it was good. And I'm definitely down to see more, especially like with them saying at the end, like, he can use his powers more, whatever, like, yeah, it'll be badass.
2: Yeah, so like here's my thought on it, you know, like if if this if this does happen, if they do go ahead and proceed with a sequel to Bloodshot with with Vin Diesel, they don't have to deal with a whole bunch of the origin, and I think they can actually fix a lot of the things that were wrong with the first movie. Namely, you see him as Bloodshot, like what we envision Bloodshot being for about a minute, you know, at the very very end when it was Nanite's overclock giving him the pale skin, the red eyes. Um, We can see a lot more of that. The, of a more traditional look, right. Sam's hair, um, it, with the movie, you know, like you don't have to just have it be a bunch of buildup for a small ending. Um, also, I mean, you can really ramp up the, the action too, you know, and I mean, that was one of my complaints with the movie was that it just didn't have enough action beats uh, throughout the entire film, you know, especially like when we meet Wiggins, like that could have been a really cool scene, but most of it's done from a computer showing um, the effects of his like heat body heat you know on the computer so I mean and and we would hope that with the sequel there would be the chance of having someone else in that universe pop up who knows on that just with the way um, things are just because like they're not keeping a lot of stuff at Sony but I don't know I mean if they do it I would actually be pretty optimistic about it just because I do feel like they could, they could fix a lot that was broken with it before or not really broken but a little bit bent
1: yeah you, and you know what, like, I, I know we've said it that it's kind of sad that COVID hit with it, but it's really actually paid off for the movie right now. Um, being one of the few action movies that really came out in 2021. Um, that was, you know, released, um, they've held off on, I believe, Wonder Woman, um, a number of books or movies that were supposed to come out uh, mid late this year, that have been held out because because of COVID. And, and I think uh, it actually has helped it a lot. So,
0: yeah. It's, it's performed well. I remember hearing at one point um, that it was the most pirated movie for, for a little while there. So, mm-hmm. people were watching it. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and it was like the number one movie on Amazon video for uh, rentals. I want to say it was like a number one in Blu-ray sales, like at least the week it came out. I mean, it's had some success, you know. Um and a lot of it probably is due to the fact that we did have the pandemic. But it was like the number one movie the, the weekend it came out, even though there's like no one in theaters. But um, still, I mean, like I, I'm glad. I'm glad there's enough success for it that this is even a possibility.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I'm right there with Scott Bloom, basically. He's, he's right here saying this. Um, he actually read the um, audio book. I actually read the book and got the audio book. Um, and, again, the book was the book was really good. There was a lot of details that weren't in the movie that were on the in the book uh, that weren't in the movie. Um, That was the one thing. Yeah,
0: that's one thing I took away. Like the book has more details than the movie ended up having, and that I think, um, like they actually get called chainsaw. Mm -hmm. Mhm. They get called
1: chainsaw. You get to see that the uh, um, the woman Gina has kids, and he believes they're his kids, and. I mean, you just get a lot more little details about how what's going through his head. You get that that internal dialogue that goes through you know bloodshot's head within the within the book that you don't get in the movie. Um, but, um, yeah, to a lot of that was just really good to see uh, a lot more details, a lot more jokes too. Um, uh, seems like they were cutting more jokes, but Wiggins quite wasn't the wasn't quite the character in the book, though. So that was one of the differences that I noticed. Um, but then there was a couple other funny characters that were in the little like war room that they were in when they were uh, monitoring uh, Bloodshot doing some of the during the action scenes and when he was out doing uh, missions. So, you
2: know, that reminds me, I have totally forgotten to buy the book um, of Bloodshot. So I need to fix a, a future point.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I recommend the audio book. It's really, really good.
2: Is there anyone cool doing the audio?
0: It's not like a famous person, but it's done really well.
2: Oh, okay. Maybe I'll, yeah. I, maybe I can pull that off.
0: I, yeah, I definitely recommend it to you and to anybody who hasn't checked it out yet. If you were a fan of the movie, I think listening to the audiobook is a really good experience.
2: Oh, well, that's Scott Bloom said it was in the top five on iTunes forever. That's pretty rad. Yep. Yeah, I,
1: yeah. I think it's pretty, pretty legit. Um, you know, it's weird that he announced number two, um, and we uh, haven't got much any more news on Harbinger. But it's said that Harbinger's the case, and, and I think the big part of the news is that he he basically said that Vin Diesel's back for it too. Um, so I think when you're throwing a name like that, you would hope that there's some uh, validity within that. And if there's not, that doesn't look good, um, as that could pose uh, difficulty. Uh, when trying to get cast in the future if you're basically saying things inaccurate that are, you know. But I'm sure uh-huh. it's Hollywood. It happens all the time, I'm sure. Yeah.
2: I mean, that's why with a lot of this stuff, I, I try to remain optimistic just because I don't feel like people are just going to be throwing that shit out there and be like, hey, he's going to be back. If there's like zero chance he's going to be back, they wouldn't be doing it, you know. And I get that people don't like Dan. Mints. it's understandable that people don't like him. But at the same time, it's just like, like I was saying on uh, Vian Comic Fans, if I had so much of a problem with the guy, I couldn't continue to be a fan of even this stuff, you know? Right. And for me, it's just like, I have to look at the things that he's saying and, and just being like optimistic and giving him the shadow of a doubt, you know, or benefit of the doubt, you know, whatever. But I, it's just, sometimes it's just like, anytime he pops up, we're all negative to it. But at some point, man, like, I just feel like I can't, I can't just hate for the sake of hating because then I might as well not even be here talking about the Valiant books. I should I wouldn't be buying them.
1: You know? But you know what's funny is how much we loved them after the DMG Chinese announcement and things like that. How much it was all love that DMG is all up in there, right? I think we're, we're upset about what happened within uh, the, uh, the prior uh, leadership of Valiant as far as the publishing side. But everybody was super excited when DMG was announced that they were kind of coming on as partners for the media side of it. Um, oh, yeah, You know, it's, it's, it's interesting just that, that piece of it made a big difference in people's uh, thoughts about what happened. Um, but, you know, I, 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 we haven't seen what he's really going to be able to cap- capable of within producing these movies. Um, you know, m- movies of bloodshot itself still had original leadership involved with it. Um, so, you know, the guy hasn't had a chance on that really. So.
0: We'll see what happens. Yeah. Um. I'm kind of in the same boat as Josh. Um, I'm going to be optimistic about it. And I also am going to be understanding that sometimes things are planned that don't work out. And so if it doesn't work out, I'm not going to be that upset about it. You know, I'm not. I'm not thinking that it's 100 percent positive that this is going to happen. I'm thinking it's something that this is something that's being planned. And yeah, plans can fall through sometimes and I'll be able to live with that. But if it does happen, that's going to be badass. Oh, yeah. So that's where I'm at.
2: <laughs> hey, you know what? If, if it doesn't happen, you know, like at least at the very least, we can all have a little bit of fun speculating, like, who would be the next bloodshot, you know? Yeah. So Ooh. come on, Tom Hardy, you know.
0: Oh, Tom Hardy. Oh, I'm sure there are a lot of people that could do it justice.
1: Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> <laughs> You heard it here first, kids.
0: Uh, Daniel Day, <laughs> oh, the dude, who was McLovin, Dude,
1: just get him on day-to-day. on some role. Yeah, I anything, Daniel Day Lewis. Anyway, anyway, and that's all I that's all I could think of of news. Any anything on you guys? What else, you could think Savage in um, eight February, and then uh. Bloodshot in the theaters near you next week.
0: Next week. It's happening. Um, Yeah, I mean, knowing that we've got those two books coming is awesome, and it really does feel like something's going to be coming in March, and that really makes me think that we're going to see a ramping up of um, their publishing schedule. Um, And even if something doesn't come in March, it still is two number ones coming pretty close together. So it seems like you know, a good bet that we're going to get more um, books coming. So that's exciting. It's unfortunate Bloodshot's ending, Um, but Rye. Rye. Rye's pretty good. Rye is pretty good.
1: So honest, Dan Abnett, continue to do it. Um, Juan Jose Rip, Andrew Dollhouse. Uh, Creative team is still pretty damn special, so.
0: Oh, you're not going to do the boint boint when I try to talk? Why
1: would I do that, Eric? Why would I do that?
0: Well, spoiler alert. Yep.
1: Anything else? (laughs) You're going to spoil
0: the crap out of it. I did want to say spoiler alert um but uh so yeah i would agree that this uh creative team is still just killing it um there's so many details in this story i really think that um we're getting this like multi-layered story going on um having um spylock that whole story going on um, Rye going off and having a conversation with Fusion, and then what's going on with Alice and Raijin. like all these different things going on. This was like not an action-packed book, but a lot happened. It felt really dense. It felt like a really good read. Um, I felt like I got my money's worth on this issue. Like, like so much was going on. There's, there's, yeah, that just. That's something that I really enjoy, that it it was that much going on, and it didn't get jumbled. Um, And every storyline is really intriguing right now. Um, Obviously, there's more to come. But, yeah, I don't know what else to say about it than uh, that, uh, as far as the story. And um, the art is just phenomenal. Um, You can't really say
2: yeah so i you know um yeah i was really like impressed with this what's the bad guy's name in this fusion is that his name yeah, yeah fusion so the fact that he kind of comes off at the very beginning as being a little bit more powerful than rye and he explains to rye everything that's going on where he's like i'm two of the offspring i've got control which may or may not but you know i feel like it was kind of doomed for from the beginning of it but um the fact that there's a lot of stuff kind of going on with this new Er, the fact that they the, all these positrons hate humans, which mm-hmm. is a kind of a nice twist upon the original part of it, where humans were very judgmental and positrons would torture them and kill them for sport. And here, where they've got this weird infestation of the land, uh, the fact that they see humans as like the, the cause of that, and that they kind of pull rye away from... Uh, Rajin and Alice, is that right? Uh, I, I I like that part of the story. Like I like where that went. Um, I I kind of a little uh, the whole thing with Bloodshot and Spylock, I kind of felt like I saw that coming, but the mm-hmm. <laughs> society of her was against humans. So I I mean, but every but even saying like oh I could I could kind of see it coming. I just feel like it, it was that has to be where it would go. You know, not like it's not like it was just like choreographed necessarily, but like it's just I just like that's where the story kind of has to go to keep it intriguing, to keep keep the threat of father alive. You kind of have to have him kind of out there, like trying to trick people into getting him back into play. But I I, this was just such a great issue. You know, I mean, even with that, like I'm not saying that part in a negative way, but the whole thing with fusion and and New Ur and and everything that's going on there. I just thought this was an awesome issue.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and Juan Jose Rip never takes a panel off, which is you love that on its art. They're so in depth. Um, you know, I'm going through scenes where they're just walking in this building in this like little commune that the um, that's been built here, and it, it's really cool view of it. Um, makes you love each page, makes you excited to get to each page. Um, but yeah, like on Josh, I mean, clearly, or or Chief Ortaka saw it coming. Is that right, Ortaka? And yeah. uh, I love his potty mouth. Oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah, and it, 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 that just makes it. I almost wish that they weren't all blurred out sometimes. Yes, if you you vogue his vulgarity is amazing, or it's vulgarity, I don't know. Um, but yeah, there's that. Um, there's the, you know there's parts where like I I think I mentioned this before like um, what Lula's. 16 years old right and it's just it's just not accurate to her age sometimes it makes i don't know she's like this ultra leadership i know that she was part of uh you know with rye doing a lot of war since the beginning of rye um of 4001 and i believe that this is set 4002 and it's it's just she's taken over right and not much training but she is spylock and it's, it's kind of better right on that and kind of looks like she got caught a little bit here um, that others had saw this kind of as a trap. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if she had her own, you know, connection on it. Like this may be a little bit too easy. And so I think yeah. that we're going to see something in the next issue or so of her having some plan of something that's to come, expecting things like that of father. Um, so wouldn't be surprised if we see something to that degree coming soon. <clears throat> and then, that's totally.
0: I was
1: yeah. thinking. Yeah. And then going back to Raijin, I mean, he was originally an orphan um, in the original Rai. And so he would be part human too. And so um, that's part that's still kind of, you know, I, I question on that with him. But I love the way he sticks up for Alice. I love the way he's, you know what I mean? He's basically being her ally in this situation, which is really cool to see that. Um, so I, I I dig that piece. And then I, I dig Rai's kind of playing Koi too. Is uh you know you th- you thought you thought you had me, you know what I mean? You have no idea, and then they live it on a on a good uh on a good piece at the end of just Rai, you know, getting ready to hand Fusion his ass. So
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah, I thought that was such a great last page to, yeah. to to leave this issue off with.
0: Well, and that's what we got in the last issue too, right? Was um when Fusion took took Rai's sword between panels and was suddenly on him, you know, um, that was, uh, that was a big deal because we had gotten Rye built up so much as being this um, so fast, you can't even see him move kind of guy. And to sit for someone to get the upper hand on him, that's a big deal. So it's going to be interesting to see how the fight goes down because it, it seems like at the very least rise met his match, but yeah, maybe he was just uh, playing into it and let fusion think that he was faster. I don't know. But um, even Raijin yeah. seemed to think that he could be outmatched. So that's going to be really interesting to see. Um, it's really cool because we think of Rai as being um, this superior being, right? And um, so seeing him go up against his equal is pretty cool. Um, and having it be, you know, believable and doesn't feel forced. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I thought that, that that is being set up really well from the way it left in the last issue to where we're at now.
1: And how many more of the offsprings are out there? I mean, has that really been stated? I know. I think I believe it said it in the first like issue or the end of Fallen I thought World. There was like a dozen. There was, like, a dozen, and how many did he need to, like, regenerate?
0: Um, I he needs, think like, that...
2: One. Doesn't need one even to, like, have, like, any kind of chance to come back?
0: I think is... it's, like, he needs eight or 12 or something like that to mm-hmm. regenerate. So there must be more than a dozen out there.
2: Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I know that Rai has taken out at least three, if that's correct. And then Fusion is two of them.
1: Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So there's definitely been an amount that there. I I mean, I'm curious to what that would be. I mean, I feel like they'll get Ryzen to kind of throw that out there in one of these issues to kind of get an idea. Um, I do think that um, they're missing a little bit on catching people up in the first um, page that they used to do a lot more um, in previous Valiant books, uh, kind of giving you kind of here's where we're at so far. And we're kind of missing that a little bit. Um, so if this is somebody's very first book coming on, and I would say after COVID, like that would be even more of a need with the books. And I guess probably that's probably going too far ahead right now. We could talk after we score, but I feel like that's something that would be needed in a book that has been off the sh- or had had a break because of COVID, um, and people kind of may not remember where it was if they're just picking it up for the first time.
0: Yeah. Um- something Valiant was always really good at is making it possible for any of their books to be your first. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think having that catching you up would definitely be a good thing. Um, But uh, yeah, this was a great issue. Um, I've been thinking about how to score it and um, I'm not exactly sure where I want to fall. I don't think that this was, you know, it was a good issue. It wasn't as good as issue two, for example, um, which was an absolutely phenomenal issue. Um, So I don't think I can, you know, give it a perfect score. I think that it um, is a solid 4.5 though. This is what you want out of a comic book. This is uh, an intriguing story. It's got so many different elements to it. um, So much going on and, um, just from across the across the board on the creative team, you're getting high quality storytelling.
2: Um, I, you know, For me, like it's not a perfect issue, but it's a really good issue. I love the action. I love a little bit, little bit of the intrigue of it. And I think that even though like sometimes it's kind of hard, not too often, but like a little hard sometimes with like how much story we can get with the way stories are decompressed nowadays. I thought that this issue had a good balance of what's going on with Rye, what's going on with Rai Jin, the whole stuff with Spylock. I thought it, I thought like nothing, um, dominated too much. It was, it was like kind of like the perfect fit for like where we're at in the story, which, I mean, we, we got a really experienced writer, Dan Abnett handling the book. Um, I would probably go 4.5 on this. I think it's really good. The art, there's never been an issue with the art, you know? And, uh, and I think a good sign of this book is that every time I, I read an issue of it, I'm just like, when do I get the next one? You know, I, I just feel like, you know, this this should be the book that the fans rally around, just because the, the quality is there, the story is there. Everybody should be reading it.
0: It leaves you wanting more, for sure. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, everything you guys said, again, um, art's there, stories there. Um, and it's definitely... Um, it has you ready to see what's gonna happen. I think we only got one more issue. Um, I think that's kind of how do we summarize how does how does he wrap this up in just one more issue? Um, I see how he could wrap up the, the fusion section, but how does he wrap up this whole full father story and the um and all of the just everything he's looking for, right? How does he wrap up the Ryzen story? How does he how does he connect that? Because I mean the previous conversations was he was going to kill Rai when it's all said or Raijin when it's all said and done. Um, you know, getting back to eternal warrior and the geomancer and war mother 4002 has just got so much that I hope like we've, we've all said, Josh, I know you've said it a lot is we got to keep a book in that that time error because it, it's good with story. It's very rich and it's a, it's a very good, um, you know, sandbox to play in um, with it. So I hope that continues to happen. Um, I would be giving this one, you know, probably a 4.25, 4, 4.25. Um, I, I do think that it would have been hard for a new reader to jump on, would have liked the, uh, the front page to give us that, you know, that quick synopsis of what's happened prior, uh, what got us to this page. But I know where we're at, so I'm fine with it. But I'm just thinking about that in somebody else's point of view, that that could be difficult. But uh, I dug it. I dug it all the way around. I continue to like this book. And... um yeah. Again, what happens, number ten? What? What? How? Do, how does the? How does this conclude? Maybe that's the book in March. Is whatever concludes from this.
0: Oh. I hope. <laughs> Dude, that would be amazing. I would be extremely down for that.
1: Yeah. Make it happen. <laughs> Powers that be. Make it happen.
0: Yeah, right now do it yep um
1: and then did i guess father is still portraying himself as bloodfather right so yeah is he still he's still owning that body and everything for the most part right
2: yeah
1: okay yep. I, I thought it was weird within the computer screen how he uh projects as bloodfather still and when uh when spylock and lulu whatever was right there um because that's not what he looked like in the prior run so yeah, but he is my he's, he's basically uh writing uh bloodshot's
0: body. So, yeah. Yeah. Um I think he looks pretty badass. So, I'm mm-hmm. stoked to see more of him in the next issue.
1: Yep. Yeah. Done.
0: Such a good book. Such a such like it's such a consistent book. Um every issue of this is so solid and it, it and you can go all the way back to Fallen World right like oh the point that I wanted to touch on that you were talking about is how diverse and 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 full of potential 4002 is because that's what Fallen World showed us like Ryan's been a great ride book and there's a little bit more going on than just Rye, but Fallen World felt like you got the there was so much going on in that book um, that it just proved, you know, you have an enormous amount of potential there. You could have two or three books running a month just set in that world and not overlap and not be boring. um, Let alone, you know, so even having just one, I think there's so much rich potential there that it's it's worth doing.
2: I agree, you know, and
0: Man, it, it'll
2: just stink if, like, it'll stink if, like, after this arc, if we're done with Rye for, for a while, because I feel like they're going to leave it in a good place. I feel like Dan Adam will leave the character in a good place where, like, the next person who picks it up isn't going to have the hard of a time continuing those adventures, you know. But, man, it'll just stink, you know, that this book, you know, it'll be, I mean, it'll make a nice deluxe. I will say that.
1: You know, it, yeah, if they good. put it together with Fallen World and that, yeah, I think so. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. Great. That absolutely, you're 100 percent right there.
2: Yeah, I just think that some of those issues after this run. I mean, this has been a great run. That's that's where I will leave it. No matter what happens, it's been a great run, and there have been some really memorable issues within this, especially that issue too, where they went against the like how, like how cool of a book, you know. And I mean, I don't know. I hate having this conversation because I, I feel like every time we review Rye, I complain about how not enough people read it, and how I'm gonna be pissed off when it's gone. So, <laughs> yeah, broken
0: record here. Yep. I'm with you though.
1: Yeah, I, you. at given time, this is this is a good book regardless of when it came out, and again, how it jumped off of a uh, how it jumped off of 4001 A.D. Um, and right into where we're at with Fallen World, where we're into this. Um, it hasn't skipped a beat, which is actually really awesome. You could read all of them together, and it and it, it goes well um, within the story. So, um, yeah, people need to read it. And Dan, I hope, gets to work on something else, maybe Bloodshot. Bad yeah. eggs, yes. <clears throat> That's Elliot, man. We gotta get Elliot Rahal. He's got a, He says he's got something ready, a pitch ready, so man, he's not gonna be slumming
2: it at Valiant anymore. Are you kidding me? Oh,
1: he's got a new vault book that out? That
2: guy's going places, man.
1: Drop Drop 'em dead is one that just got announced for him. So good for him. Yeah, um, absolutely. Good for him. So and I think he's got a couple other vault books and stuff out right now, too. So or Aftershock. Aftershock, I think, is what it is. Not just he has a vault book, I think he's got an aftershock book. So yeah. good for him. Mm-hmm.
0: Guy's a great story writer. Um yeah. Um I don't know what's next with Valiant or with Bloodshot, I mean, um, but I'm looking forward to finding out what happens next in this story and then whatever comes after this story, I would definitely be down for that Dan Abnett to be involved. Um, But we have so so much coming. We have so much coming right now with um, knowing that Shadow Man has an official release uh, time frame. um, Knowing that um, we're probably getting a book in March. Knowing that Savage is coming in February. Fingers Um, crossed on a March book. Yeah. Hopefully, something is coming. Um, but even if not, you know, it does feel like it's really likely that the line is beefing up a little bit.
1: We know we got Exo coming. So that's our next book release on the 25th of this month.
0: Yeah, uh, I've speaking, actually.
2: Well, as say, speaking of that uh, Exo book, we are going to be
1: doing a giveaway. That's yes. right. uh, It's a fantastic, beautiful, shiny giveaway. Yeah, nice
2: golden one. Gold, it's go- gold. Golden
1: number two, so it's 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 a uh, it's a, a golden turd. <laughs> number yeah. two. Uh, I mean, oh. issue number two, Gold XO, which is going to be pretty rare. Of the
2: bush here, but basically yes, XO number two. Uh, Valiant has been nice enough to donate a copy of their gold book because there's no conventions, and how else are you going to get one? Unless you watch Get Valiant and tune in for our episode where we discuss Exo Manor Issue Two, yeah, one,
1: one viewer that's all we got right now, so you got a good chance. But let's uh make sure that you're sharing and tweeting and loving our stuff, so we appreciate it. So, yeah, yeah. I
2: mean, Scott Bloom is not going to complain if he's the only one watching live and he wins, that
1: right. Week it might happen we might get two people though so fifty yeah. fifty chance then so our name and, and, and oh, gets to go in the hat too though because we're we're here yeah yep everybody uh, but no I, I think that's awesome I think uh we got that coming out exo Manowar. uh bloodshot is starting its new um its new arc right remember I believe it's uh number ten and that's in January yeah. Uh, so there, and then we're gonna wrap up uh, X or Rye, wrap up Rye on December sixteenth with number ten as well. So um, lots in store for Valiant stuff. So yeah, yeah.
0: Definitely looking forward to everything that's coming. Um, can't wait to see the next, the last arc, or what I assume is the last arc of the Tim Seeley run. Um, that's been really, really good. So I'm definitely looking forward to what's coming there. Um, yeah, can't wait for the next stuff to come out. And uh, yeah, see what that March book is going to be.
1: <laughs> and uh, semi, semi-valiant related, but, valiant, but not valiant related, um, semi-get valiant related, but not get valiant related, is Friday. I am going to be on with Ryan Wynn talking about his uh, Kickstarter. And uh kind of expansion of gods and gears and we're talk about Hamarella. Uh, uh, Ryan is uh known for uh doing a little valiant work over with Divinity, um A. Gosh, you name it, he's kind of been on it for a while. Uh Ryan's super awesome guy. So he's got a couple more days left on that Kickstarter. So we're gonna or Indiegogo, sorry, Indiegogo. Hamarella. He's getting close to getting it funded, so um, we'll talk him. We'll I Probably going to be some valiant talk on that. So,
0: awesome! That's wow. really really cool.
1: Yeah,
0: I'm definitely looking forward to that. Um, uh, Ryan is awesome, so that's really cool that you're doing that with him and uh, getting the word out.
1: That's it. That's it. Yeah. So, but we'll get the word out on XO number two, gold.
0: Gold. Thanks everybody for watching, for listening, uh, supporting us and supporting Valiant. If you do like us, make sure to like the video, subscribe and hit the bell so you know when we go live. As we do, uh, we're definitely open for people to come and and join us and uh, be part of the conversation. Um, Hopefully people are pre-ordering your books so that the stores know to buy them and uh, we can continue getting more Valiant comics and great stories. So thanks everybody for watching and listening. Uh, We will see you guys next time we talk about XO. Signing off, I'm Eric Bongard.
2: I'm Josh
1: Rathbun. And I'm Hoosier.
0: You guys all stay
1: valiant.